Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 28th of March, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1844. We travelled to America, where the salvation was officially organised in the USA. A year later, it was endorsed by President Grover Cleveland. And now they assist approximately 23 million Americans annually through local programs designed to offer immediate relief, short-term care and long-term growth in a variety of areas. They are probably most recognised for their annual Help Save Christmas campaign, where they raise money and direct resources to those struggling during Christmas. The familiar use of bell ringers to solicit donations from the pass- from passers-by, and the thousands of volunteers with red kettles stationed near retail stores during the weeks preceding Christmas for fundraising, are now a quintessential part of Christmas in North America. The Salvation Army was founded 20 years earlier in London's East End by one-time Methodist William Booth and his wife Catherine Booth. In 1880, the Salvation Army started its work in three other countries, Australia, Ireland and the United States. Salvationists set out for the US in 1880 when George Scott Railton and his team arrived. And they started working in New York in Harry Hill's Variety Theatre. Their first notable convert was Ash Barrel Jimmy, who had had so many convictions for drunkenness that the judge sentenced him to attend the Salvation Army. The army was in its pioneering days, having just arrived in New York City. Jimmy Kemp, Ash Barrel Jimmy, was a severe alcoholic and a petty criminal. And he got the moniker Ash Barrel Jimmy for supposedly falling into a barrel outside a tavern whilst trying to retrieve his hat. After spending a night in jail for public drunkenness, He was brought out before a magistrate who took pity on him, sparing him from further jail time if he agreed to seek out the services of the Salvation Army. As society's understanding of the addiction to alcohol has increased, the Salvation Army continued this work now with adult rehabilitation centres and harbour light programmes across the world. Each local church is referred to using the military term Corps. And the Salvation Army Corps in New York was founded as a result of Jimmy's rehabilitation. As a denomination, they started to become well known in America as a result of the disaster relief efforts following the Galveston hurricane of 1900 which was the deadliest natural disaster in the United States and left about 8,000 fatalities. Their fame also then increased six years later in light of the assistance provided after the San Francisco earthquake, which destroyed 80% of the city. And then in 1917, 
Over 250 Salvation Army volunteers went overseas to France to provide supplies and baked goods, including donuts, to American soldiers. The women who served donuts to the troops fried them in the soldiers' helmets and they became known as donut lassies. And they are credited with popularizing donuts in the United States. National Donut Day is now celebrated on the first Friday of June every year, starting in Chicago in 1938, to honor those who served donuts to the soldiers during World War I. However, the climate for such charitable enterprises has dramatically changed. Back in 1900, there were 108,000 lawyers and judges operating in the United States, but now it is estimated to be 1.33 million. The litigious climate has intensified, and operating as a church with, which has an extensive charitable outreach has become much more complicated. In 2004, the Salvation Army's New York Division was named in a lawsuit filed by 18 current and former employees of its social service arm, claiming that the organisation asked about the religious and the sexual habits of employees in programmes funded by local and state government. One member claimed the organisation forced them to agree to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Proselytising or otherwise pursuing religious motives in a government-funded programme is generally considered a violation of the Constitution. And while the employment discrimination portion of the lawsuit was dismissed in 2005, Government agencies agreed in a 2010 settlement to set up monitoring systems to ensure that the army did not violate church-state separation in its publicly funded projects. The church, like many, is having to quickly change its practices. And the organisation did not dispute allegations that nine-year-olds in the city-funded foster care programme were put through a confirmation-like ceremony when they were given Bibles and prayed over. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the establishment of the Foundling Hospital in England, its first incorporated charity. Visit our website for more information at www.pogp.net and if you'd like to respond directly then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.